0: Hi there, this is the Reverend Michael Lowry, pastor of East Congregational United Church of Christ in Concord, New Hampshire, and this is Love to Tell the Story. One of the things I've always found striking about the story of Jesus as told in the Gospels is just how often in the midst of his public ministry Jesus is distracted Distracted by grumbling and suspicious scribes and Pharisees. Distracted by followers and earnest seekers looking for answers about the kingdom of God. Distracted by so many others on the way who were in need of healing and hope. It seems like Jesus was always being pulled away for some reason or another. And yet it's precisely in those so-called distractions that we learn all about Jesus, about true love, and about what in faith is of the most importance. It's also a reminder that in amidst our own daily distractions we should never miss the opportunities before us to do as Jesus would have us. It might surprise you to learn that for a period of time a few years ago I actually served as a police chaplain. Now it really wasn't quite as exciting as that sounds. Our local police department you see wanted to have some connection with the pastors in our community in times of crisis and that really didn't happen all that often but they did give me a badge, which was kind of cool, I'll admit. And I got to do a ride-along once or twice, and so it was very worthwhile. Well, one day they called and asked if I might assist the police with what they described as a sensitive matter. It seemed that there was this elderly woman who had been living in a house with her brother, but the two of them had not been getting along. In fact, there had already been several domestic disturbance calls to that house. Long story short, The woman had finally decided to move out and had found an apartment just outside of town. And, they asked, since she doesn't have a car, would you mind, please, going to pick her up and giving her a ride? The officer assured me that this woman was sweet and harmless and I'd be doing the department a big favor if I could just do this. And though it was a busy day for me, I said, yes, I can do that. After all, this shouldn't take too long. Well, I went to pick her up And as promised, here was the sweet elderly lady waiting for me. I introduced myself, put her few belongings in the back of my car, and she sat down beside me in the front seat. And when I said something to the effect that we'd have her in her new place in no time, she replied, Well, I actually can't get into my apartment for an hour and a half, and I'm kind of hungry. Could we go get something to eat? There's a new hot dog place out on the main road. Do you know it? Okay, well, it was lunchtime and so a few minutes later we're eating hot dogs and fries together and she's telling me all about herself and her life, about her low-life brother and about how she needed a new start. It was a nice lunch and a good conversation and the beauty part was that by the time we got back to the car it was just about time to get this woman to her apartment. However, it was also at this precise moment that she announced to me, I think I need some underwear. There's a sale on underwear at R.H. Rennie's down in Biddeford. Could you take me there? Twenty minutes later, we're in downtown Biddeford, and she's in the store buying underwear while I'm waiting in the car. What can I say? It wasn't that far out of my way. I must confess, though, that by now I'm thinking, well, no wonder the police called me for this. They don't have time to waste driving this woman all over the county. And I'm starting to think of all the things that are back at home not getting done. And I'm getting all antsy and irritated in the process. I certainly didn't need this kind of distraction because I was busy enough as it is. Anyway, she finally gets back in the car, and as I pull out to drive her directly to her apartment, she says, you know what I'd really like? An ice cream sundae. I haven't had an ice cream sundae in so long, and didn't we pass a friendlies on the way over here? And I said, Aren't you supposed to meet your landlord? You said an hour and a half, and we're, we're pretty late for that as it is. She replied, Oh, did I say an hour and a half? I meant that we're supposed to meet him at four. And of course, I look at my watch, and it's only three. Now, I wanted to say... No, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I I don't have time. We'll have to find out some place for you to wait. I wanted to say, good grief, I'm a pastor, not a taxi driver. But I said nothing, and we went to Friendly's for ice cream. And by the way, the whole time I'm with her, every minute in the car, every moment between bites, she's talking, telling me more about herself than I probably needed to know. And I'm listening, but not altogether gladly. There was tons of stuff I had to do back home. A million ways I could be spending this particular afternoon more effectively. Other, better places I could have been than right there at that moment. I'm quite lost in my inner grumbling when I've realized that she's paused for a moment. And then, with a tear in her own eye, looks me squarely into mine and says, I know I'm asking a lot of you, but you know, I don't ever have anyone to talk to who actually cares enough to listen to me. At that moment, I was utterly humbled by the realization that I'd spent this whole afternoon totally distracted, not by that woman or our shared trek across southern Maine, but rather by my own misguided sense of what was truly important. Here I was, called to be a pastor to this perfect stranger. It was the whole reason I'd come, so to speak. But because of my self-distractions, I'd nearly missed the opportunity to minister in Christ's name to this one need. One thing is for sure. When we walk with Jesus, it's going to be a day filled with things to do, people to see, love to share. It never seems to end. But when we ask our Lord about this, about when things might slow down, when life might go a little easier, he simply smiles and answers, This is what I came out to do. And if you follow me, this is what you're called to do too. You and I are each and all called to this wonderful, incredible, and sometimes overwhelming ministry of love and care in Jesus' name. Let our prayer be that none of us become so distracted that we miss out on the wonder of that. So might it be. And that's it for another episode of Love to Tell the Story. I'm Michael Lowry. I thank you for listening. Until next time, even through the distractions of the day. May God bless you with a great day. Talk to you soon.